realize where it was coming from. So we began to cry, restore, and laugh, and praise God, and thank God. And he turned that situation around, fixed it, and I said that right early. Nobody but the Lord. Nobody but the Lord. But see, you have to catch yourself. And, you know, and your first response to situations is how that, how that situation is going to go. And we hear Deacon wanting to say that all the time. What's that first response? What is the response, the first response that you, how you respond to a situation? Either you're going you're gonna to license the Lord to get involved in that situation or you're going to open the door up to the devil to have, wreak havoc in your life. Your first response should be the word of God because it is our only, our, our only authority. You know, some people say, well, that's the first authority. The only authority, the word of God, no matter what it is. Because Satan's job is to steal from you. If it be your healing, be your health, if he can steal your joy, he got your strength. You don't want him to steal your joy. If he can steal your, your, your peace, you've lost your soundness of mind. If he can keep you constantly, in a state of confusion. Constantly, I mean, sometimes you're just, just busy, 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 that you don't even have time to hear a word from the Lord. And that's his job, to steal your time, to steal your day, to steal your peace, to steal your finances. I mean, that's his job. Killing, stealing, destroying, it's the devil. If he tries to steal your confidence, your faithfulness, Keep you working so hard. Keep you socialized so hard. You just into so much, so many things. You don't have time for the Lord. He's stealing. He's stealing from you and stealing from the time that you need to be in the word of God. So that when a situation comes up, you'll know what to do. You'll know what to say. Because when a situation comes up hard enough, your brain will go tilt. It will, it will absolutely go tilt and you, you won't even know what to say if you haven't gotten your, yourself, as uh, our sister Janice topped off with the word of God so that you know how to respond. You know, sometimes you're just gonna have to shut up, just shut it down. Don't say anything until you can say the right thing. Don't say anything until you can say the right thing. Because you know, he, he's trying, that, that old boy is trying to get you, he's waiting on your words, he's trying to get you to say something. Contrary to what you're believing God for, contrary to what God says is already yours, that's his job. Our job is to stay on the word of God so that we will have a response when he comes. And it's the right response. You don't want him to steal your fellowship time that you have with the Lord. You know, you'd gone through all day and didn't even realize you didn't even pray. Jumped out the bed, hit the floor running, and never even said, good morning, Lord. Not even took one minute to say, good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit, I love you. Not even one minute, hit the floor running. And next time when you come to yourself, it's that probably 9, 10, 11, 12, whatever time you go to bed, and you pass out in the bed and still haven't said, good morning to the Lord. And now it's nighttime. You roll over, go to sleep, and didn't even say good night. Your whole day, not one minute was spent in fellowshipping with God. Not 60 seconds. That's the trick of the enemy. He wants to steal that fellowship that you have with the Lord. He wants to keep you that busy. He said, oh man, I didn't even pray all day. That's his job. But our job is, no, you're not stealing my fellowship time. 
You're not stealing all that the Lord that has decreed over my life. You're not going to steal it from me. If it's killing, stealing, or destroying, we know where it's coming from. So we have to, as we've been in these past, I think it's been five weeks now, I don't even know for sure how many weeks we've been given, to realize that we have to cry, restore. Lord, we need restoration in our lives. We need restoration in our healing. We need restoration in our families, restoration in relationships. We need to cry, restore. We cry, restore. So this, I gave this, this declaration on last week, but it, it, it needs to be said again. Everything that the devil has ever done in my life, I command him by the authority of Jesus that the sevenfold restoration is coming. The sevenfold restoration is coming. coming. Father, I thank you for my sevenfold restoration. Even if you can't remember all of that, Father, I thank you for my sevenfold restoration. You're putting it out there in the atmosphere, and that is building your faith to realize that I have sevenfold restoration coming back to me. I have it. It's mine, but it's not yours if you don't call for it. Lord, the word said there was none that would cry, restore. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be you where you need restoration. You need the Lord to work in your life, to change things around, change situations, and you won't even cry. So the Lord said, he was waiting, ready. I want to change situations in your life, but I can't get anybody to cry, restore. You have to open up the avenue because God will not bogart his way into your life. He will let you have your busy life. He will let you, you know, every, everything that comes down the pike that you want to join and be a part of, he'll let you do it. He's not going to stop you. He's a perfect gentleman. I've said it for years. The Lord is a perfect gentleman. And he'll wait for you. And then there will be a time where you will just have to shut it down and be in the presence of the Lord. I don't want him to make you or have to make you be in his presence, have to make you stop where there's nothing you can do but listen to the Lord. Why do that? Why have to have that situation because of the words that come out of your mouth and license the devil to get involved and start destroying until you get to a place where you really have to now sit down and listen to what God has to say to you. I don't want that. You may want that. I don't want that for my life. I want to be in the presence of the Lord. I want to be able to hear him when he speaks, get in that secret place, just, you know, sit five minutes, just get off to yourself. It's kind of hard for me because I do daycare, trying to find five minutes to myself because the children will seem to find me no matter where I go. But I said, I got to have this time to myself. For your safety, you better let me have this time to myself because I need to get into the presence of the Lord and just begin to worship him, thank him, and praise him and glorify him, and he just showers me and gives me peace. He begins to restore my peace. I mean, you may need some peace restored in your life, but you're going to need to get quiet before him and say, Lord, I just restore, Lord. I just cry restore over this situation. I don't know the things that are going on in your life and what's going on in your house. I know what's going on in my house. I don't know what's going on in yours, but I know you need to cry restore. Father God, I need restoration in this area. Hallelujah. And I cry restore. And I'm resting you and I'm thanking you and I am believing your word that you said that you will restore. 
you are willing to restore, that you want to restore. And restoration starts when we begin to praise God. I mean, our praise and worship service, we should be jumping around and just jumping, praising God and just thanking God. Hallelujah. Why? Because he said once we get, when we praise him, restoration is coming. When we can magnify his name, rest in him, restoration is coming. You can do what you want with that. But, I, you know, I'm crying restore. I need some situations, and the Lord's working on situations in my life, and I am thanking him and praising him. We're praying over this church and over the membership and over, over your lives and things that's going on in your life. We're crying restore. We're crying restore. We got a call one day this week. Um, this young lady, she had vertigo. She couldn't get off the floor. She, the, the room was spinning, just spinning and spinning. Every time she tried to get up, she just couldn't get up. She, she, she was... I can't get off the floor, I need you to pray. I can't get off the floor, I need you to pray. And I started praying and praying, and I was praying so hard, so loud, and so fast, the pastor came down to see what was going on, and then he began to pray with me. And we began to bind the devil and bind vertigo and all the symptoms, everything that was attached to that, that illness. And with the fluid in her ears, and we, we, we cursed the fluid until you will dry up and you will dry up now so she can stand and be able to go and do what needs to be done. We cry, restore over this right now in the name of Jesus. And she said, I'm getting up. I can get up. I can get up now. I said, yeah, we cry, restore. You're going to have to get up off of that floor because the word of God, you know, the word of God is true. When we use the word of God, as we de declare God's word works for me every time I use it. But if we don't take the time to use it, how is it going to work for us? We have to cry, restore, and believe when we speak it that it's being done. That God's doing it for it. He's working it out. And I said, we, we will keep right on praying until we see manifestation. Because you can't stay on that floor all day. You got to get up and go to work. You got to do whatever needs to be done. She said, I can get up now. I'm walking to the shower. I can get up now. Thank God. So God, he is faithful. And you know, God is faithful to us. And God's faithfulness to us is not based on our faithfulness to him. Thanks be unto God. That his faithfulness to us is not based on us. Not based on how faithful we are to him, how, how much we spend time with him, how much we love him and talk with him and pray, you know. His faithful is not, faithfulness is not based on that. His faithfulness is not based on my faithfulness. His faithfulness is based on God is faithful. That's it. God is faithful. And because of his grace and his mercy, he loves us. With loving kindness, I tell you, I just thank God that God is not man. I thank God that God is God. And he is love. He doesn't have it. He is it. And because he loves us, because of his grace, his faithfulness don't depend on us. And I said, thanks be unto God. Because he is good and his mercy endures forever and you know you need to know that little tidbit when when satan starts hammering at your head especially because you know you haven't been doing what you're supposed to be doing you know and he starts hammering at your head well you know because he'll tell you he'll blow it up a portion well you didn't pray for 15 hours a day and you didn't do this and you didn't do it i mean that's his job so you can fire back to him god's faithfulness don't depend on my faithfulness or yours so you have no part in a lot bang him in the head with the word of god said uh-uh i'm not listening to your lies 
because God loves me. Because of his grace, he just loves me. Not because of how beautiful I think I might be, but he just loves me. He loves you, no matter what, he loves you, and he is faithful. So when Satan comes, and he is the accuser of the brethren. No matter if you prayed 23 hours in a day, you know what he gonna say? Well, you didn't pray 24. I mean, you, you can't do enough to stop the accuser from accusing you. you no, matter, no matter what you do, his job is, well, you didn't do this. Well, you didn't do that. Well, this, that's his job. Your job, shut him down. Shut him down. So, yes. I don't have to listen to you. You're not my daddy. The little girl said when a man was talking, to, nah, you're not my daddy. So I don't have to listen to him and you don't have to listen to him because he's not your daddy. So when he comes to your life, you're not my daddy. I don't have to listen to you. Why? Because I can cry restore over this situation and get God involved because he said he wants yes. to. He's willing. He said, I am willing to restore. So I said, go for it, Lord. I'm ready. I believe your word, and I will continue to stand on your word. Make this a part of your daily confession. Lord, thank you. Everything that the devil has stolen, everything that he's taken from me, every wrong thing that's been said about me, I thank you, Lord, for a sevenfold rest restoration. No matter what he's tried to do, Father, I thank you for sevenfold restoration. Don't get up off of that word. Lord, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I bless your name. I praise you for sevenfold restoration. And the more you begin to say that, the more faith will begin to rise in your heart because you're now declaring, I have sevenfold restoration. But if you're not saying it, you're not having it. If you're not declaring it, it is not yours. It's supposed to be yours. The Lord said, I'm willing to restore. I'm willing to make the devil pay back sevenfold of all that he's stolen from you. But if you are not expecting it, if you are not believing it, if you are not declaring it, you will not have it in your life. So be involved in your restoration by the words of your mouth. Be involved with your faith by the faith that the Lord has given you. Just, just, I just need somebody to cry restore. Just, just, just take the time and cry restore. Don't be a silent sufferer. Don't let the devil beat you in the head, beat you in the head, and you just sit there and take all of the stuff that he's trying to put on you. No, don't be a silent sufferer. Begin to cry restore. Lord, I thank you. I'm not going to sit back. I'm going to cry restore. I'm going to cry restore. And I thank you that I'm rejoicing in my sevenfold return and my sevenfold restoration. I thank you for my sevenfold restoration. And begin to praise the Lord. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for my sevenfold restoration. Why do I want you to say it? Why do I want you to continue to declare it over your lives? Because Jesus said in his word, you can have what you say. But if you're not saying it, you're not going to have it. If you're not saying it, you're not going to have it, and it is yours. And the Lord has decreed, decreed, decreed and declared blessings over your life before the beginning of time that's for you. But if you're not crying for it, if you're not declaring it, calling it forth into your life, it's just what he, he decreed over your life and will not manifest. I want everything the Lord says is mine. I, I'm greedy, I want it all, and I'll take yours if you don't ask for it. 
You don't declare it. That's all right. I'll take it. I, I, I and love it. Love, love you just the same. But see, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing your sevenfold now. I got your sevenfold in my water because you're not calling for it. I'll take it. I'll take theirs and mine too, Lord. Whoever's not crying for it, I'm the one right here. So you want to rejoice in the Lord and thank God for all of this sevenfold restoration. He, he restores back to the exact amount, to the exact. I mean, God is just that good. He has not forgotten. He, nothing, any situation that you've gone through has not been lost to God. He said he will turn it around for our good no matter what. And if you cry, restore, you can cry and get restoration from that situation. You can get the restoration that belongs to you when you cry restore things that have been stolen from you from your family from generations on back cry restore hallelujah father i cry restore on all the things all the money that my father gave i cry restore all the money that should have come to his family we cry restore we i cry restore you need to cry restore because there's money there's situations there's buildings there's land there's land i mean that should be ours let's cry restore not going to happen if you're not going to say it. Hallelujah. So we want to be able to praise God to begin to release that restoration. When you pray and you praise, uh, praise God, restoration is starting. That increase is starting. That, that change is starting when we begin to praise and worship God. We have to let our praise, when we praise God, when we thank God, when we worship God, we're letting him know, Lord, I believe you. Lord, I trust you in this situation. I believe and trust that you're going to cause that promotion to come to me. Even though they went to so-and-so, st- I cry restore on that promotion that was lost to me. I cry restore on that job that was lost to me. I cry restore of the health that was lost. I cry restore whatever's been taken, stolen, damaged. I cry restore. You need to cry restore over your life because there has been, and I cry restore over Raymond because there's been millions promised to Raymond and I cry restore. I cry restore, hallelujah, of all the promises, the broken promises, I cry restore. And I thank you, Father, and I'm resting and praising and magnifying you until we see total manifestation. Can I get somebody to cry restore? Can you and will you cry restore over your family, over your children, over your marriage, over your relationship? Whatever it is that's going wrong in your life, can you cry restore over that and watch God change it for you? Watch him work it out for you. Watch him do things, I mean, supernaturally. And you wonder, how in the world did that happen? You cry restore. And you begin to praise God and thank God, knowing what God said he was going to do. Hallelujah. So we have to get to the place where we were in Habakkuk 3:17. Hallelujah. We got to get there and we just have to be able, as soon as I find it, here we go. Although, and I, I love, I love this verse. I love it. It says, although the fig shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vine. The labor of the olive shall fail and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut out of the fold and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Verse 18. Verse 18 is so key. It says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the Lord of my salvation. Though everything in this man's life went wrong for him. He said, I don't care. There's no money. There's no food. There's no meat. There's no no herds. Everything that could go wrong has gone wrong in his life. 
And sometimes you may feel like things have, I mean, anything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong in my life. But he said, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will, re I will joy in the God of my salvation. What is he saying? I see what's happening, but I'm going to praise God. I'm, hallelujah, I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to magnify him. No matter what, I'm going to praise the Lord. He said, yet, 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 no matter what it is, you know, whatever is going on in your life, I'm going to praise the Lord. That's what we have to get, to get restoration working in our life. Yet, I will rejoice. Yet, I'm going to be, that's what we have to do. That's where we have to be. Lord, I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to join the Lord on my salvation. Yet, yes, I see these things are going wrong, but I can speak to them now and know that I can cry, restore, and know that God is willing. God wants to restore if you can get somebody to cry, restore. So I will continue to praise God when things go bad. Praise God when you think there's no reason to praise God. Praise God, hallelujah, and we thank you that we just have to let hell know no matter what. I'm praising God. I'm praising God and giving him glory because restoration is mine. I thank God for my sevenfold restoration. I call it done. It is mine. And begin to praise and magnify the Lord. When you know what the thief has done, he's like, uh-uh, I got a sevenfold restoration coming. When he starts saying, uh, all right, buddy, sevenfold. Yeah. Try to get sevenfold. You're going to return to me sevenfold restoration in that situation because you said you will restore. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for my sevenfold restoration. To see restoration, you must, hallelujah, know that God is going to do it, that he's willing. You will have an impact in, on your job and in, in the lives of people when they see you praising, rejoicing, being happy, when they know things are going wrong in your life, when they know things are bad, and they say, how are you doing? Why do you have a smile on your face? All that's happening in your life, how can you possibly smile? Because you can say, yet, yet I will rejoice. Just say, yet, hallelujah, they're, they're going to know. And that's your, that's your opportunity to make an impact in their life. Tell them, God is doing it for me. God is working it out. God is fixing. I'm leaning, trusting in him, and I am yet, I am rejoicing. I am rejoicing. I am glad because God is working it out, and my sevenfold restoration is coming, and it's coming that right early. The more you praise me, the faster restoration comes. The more you thank me, the faster restoration is breaking. You have to be in the position to believe what God says. Stand on his word. Hallelujah. You didn't get that promotion. I'm still happy. Hallelujah. No matter what it is, I'm praising God. Why? Because God is good. He wants to bless me. He gives him great pleasure. Hallelujah. Proverbs 15 and 23 part 8 says, A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth. Answer your problems with the word of God. And it will begin to release joy and stop the devil. That's Proverbs 15, 23a. Hallelujah. Because you know, God said he, when we rejoice in him, back in Jeremiah 30, 19, when we rejoice in the Lord, he said, I'm going to release restoration. That's what's happening. When we begin to praise God, I can release, release the restoration. So today, as we prepare to take communion, I want us to cry restore. Hallelujah. Restoration of everything that Satan has stolen from us. Anything that has been lost, stolen, damaged, or missing. The Lord says, I want to bless.
I want to do it for you sevenfold. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Know that the vision is for an appointed time. Though it tarries, wait for it. It will surely come. Though it tarries. And that's in Habakkuk 2 and 3. Though it tarries, wait is coming. Restoration is coming. Restoration is coming. Hallelujah. Psalms 23 and 13. When we offer praise and thanksgiving to the Lord, restoration is coming. Know that God is going to restore everything that Satan has stolen from you. That's in um, Joel 2 and 21. When you cry restore, God's going to bless. Know that you must re release the, the praise and the joy for restoration to come. That's in Habakkuk 3 and 18. No matter what it looks like, cry restore. Hallelujah. Scripture said if the thief be found, he's got to restore sevenfold. These are things as we're beginning to take a, uh, communion today. You go over these scriptures in your mind and say, Lord, I cry restore. Hallelujah. You must have joy because the word of God is your answer. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And Acts 3, 19 and 21, I don't have time to go through all of that, but that scripture is saying the Lord wants us to have restoration of all things. That's Acts 3, 19 and 21. He wants restoration of all things. Restitution until you get it all back. That's what the Lord wants for us in Acts 3. So reparation, restitution is reparation made by giving an equivalent or, a, or compensation for loss, damage, or injury. That's coming your way. That's restitution. You're going to be restored. You're going to be rejuvenated. You're going to have compensation. That's rest restitution. Restoration of property or rights previously taken away, conveyed, or surrendered. Restoration. We cry, restore. Restoration to the former or original state of position. Restoration. Before God promised, I want restoration and restitution of all things. It says of all things. How much is all? Nothing left out. If you can cry restore, Acts 3, 19 through 21 tells you, God said, I want restoration of everything. Everything that's come against you, that's been stolen, that's been lost, that's been damaged, that's been taken, I want it to be restored all things. I say, me too. That's what the Lord said. That's what he promises. I receive it right now. God has not forgotten anything and everything that you have gone through. He said, none of it is lost. He's not forgotten. He said, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. We cry restore. We cry restore. You must be in the position of rest to see the manifestation that God has for us. We cry restore, restoration of everything that Satan has taken. Rest. I'm resting in the Lord and I'm crying restore and I'm thanking him for his restoration. My sevenfold restoration is mine and is coming. As I said earlier, God does not need your faithfulness for him to be faithful. God is faithful. We are the beneficiaries of his faithfulness. Can I get somebody to cry restore? Restore, 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 restore. Hallelujah. We cry restore. Hallelujah. 
The Lord said, of everything. He wants restitution of everything. So if you just sit and think about your life and things that have gone wrong, he said, I want restitution for that too. He has not forgotten. He has not forgotten all that you have gone through. It is not lost to him. And he said, I want restitution. I want restoration of all things. All things. All things. Can you cry restore? Yes, Lord, I cry restore. I'm catching the vision. I'm crying restore. So I can make an impact on other people's lives and you can tell them to cry restore as well. Pass it on. Pass on the word of God. Don't keep it to yourself. Cry restore. God says, I want restoration, restitution of Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to support this ministry, consider giving online. Text keyword RWOLFC to 77977 or through our free app. Search RWOLFC in the App Store. For more information, visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events. 